Welcome to the Fueled and Fit Podcast, where fitness and nutrition meet motherhood. My name is Janae Wise, otherwise known as the Fit Mom Coach. I'm a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, yoga teacher, mom of eight, and military wife. This is a podcast for busy moms like you and is all about helping you maximize your fitness and optimize your nutrition. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad you're here and hope our time together will be beneficial to you. Before we get started, I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram at the Fit Mom Coach. I post regularly on my stories and love interacting with followers through my stories or DMs. I would love to see you there. I also have a YouTube channel that you might be interested in, which is just my name, Janae Wise, where I share free short format yoga flows and other workouts. I would also love to see you there. Now, on to the show. So let's jump into today's topic. The holidays, ah, the holidays. It's a time of get-togethers, lots of food, family celebration, treats, and uh, did I mention food? So if you live in the Northern Hemisphere and you are American or Western, you live in the the West, <laughs> where I live in Japan, they do celebrate Christmas, but it's not the type of Christmas you might think of uh, if you are American, for example. So if you are living in the West, in the Northern Hemisphere, Christmas is typically a celebration um, that is a big holiday during the holiday season. And the holiday season for most Americans, and I am American, um, kicks off with Thanksgiving. And our American Thanksgiving is the end of November, And then it goes all the way to New Year's. That's kind of our holiday season as Northern Hemisphere Americans. And I, and I mentioned Northern Hemisphere because it is cold during the winter. I mean, it's, it's winter for us during December, during November, December, beginning of January. It's, it's pretty cold for most people in the United States. Um, However, if you live in Australia, if you live in the Southern Hemisphere somewhere, it's, warm. It's summertime. So that does change things a little bit for people who are in the winter months. It's a little bit harder to move. And just because you don't want to go outside because it's cold, there are plenty of things to do outside when it's cold. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. But the inclination is to just kind of hole up inside. So we have a few things kind of going against us during this time of year. Lots of food and less movement. So what do you do? We're going to talk about that. Um, Well, we're going to talk about how to navigate the time from Thanksgiving to New Year's without gaining unwanted weight. And it's not just about the weight gain. You may be listening and thinking to yourself, I don't care about the weight gain. I don't care if I gain five to 10 pounds. That's about the average weight gain is somewhere between like three to eight pounds, I think, for the average American during the holiday season. So maybe you don't care. Okay, Um, then, then perhaps this episode is not for you. However, I'm not just talking about weight gain. I'm talking about getting enough movement in. I'm talking about being mindful with your food choices. So 
this episode, I think, will still be helpful for you if if those are goals of yours, to be mindful, to keep moving, to stay motivated, to keep those positive lifestyle habits going as things get a little busy during the holiday season. So I'll be discussing some strategies for how to keep your calories in check. That's part of the equation. How to eat for energy and how to make things like fitness and sleep a priority. So let's start with the most important truth, which is for Americans at least, which again, I have to keep mentioning this, but I am American. I live in Japan, lived in Japan for almost five years. Um, The first time around was in Okinawa for two years, had a little break back in the States, and then they shipped us back to Japan this time in Tokyo. So, but I am American. And so for us, the holiday season equals food and lots of it. Unless you live in some sort of outlier of a place or belong to a culture that doesn't include food in its celebrations, which perhaps a culture out there exists that that fits that mold. Uh, I'm not aware of one, but I think food is pretty basic to um, civilization. But you know what I'm talking about when I say that the holiday season is as much about food as it is anything else. There's really no way around it. So there are those people that are like, I'm going to diet during the holidays. Okay, not going to stop you. However, it's not something that I personally would ever recommend to a client to diet during the holiday season um, unless you have, you know, some sort of fitness competition or training regimen, even that. I just, I think the holidays should be a time of family, of food, of celebration, and I just want to help you and any of my clients find a a good balance where you're able to enjoy the celebration aspect, which does include food, but also feel good about yourself. Um, There's nothing that feels really good about like stuffing yourself, right? And so we're going to talk about ways to, to, to accomplish that. So um, food is it's not a bad thing. Food is part of our culture. It's part of celebration. You could make the argument that our holiday food consumption is excessive. Maybe it is uh, too rich. Definitely yes. But it's part of the tapestry of our culture, as I mentioned before. And and realizing this will be key to our success to making informed choices throughout this time. So I feel like you're kind of kicking against the pricks, so to speak, when you say, or pretty much just denying reality. I mean, maybe you're going to choose to become a hermit during the holidays. Again, I do not recommend that. I feel like our social interactions, our communal celebrations are really important for our mental health and just living a purpose-filled life. So saying, you know what, I'm just going to abstain from the parties. I'm not going to go to any gatherings where there's food. Uh, I I personally would not recommend that. So um, that is not my style. And if you're looking for you know, a coach to tell you that, then perhaps you you'll need to find someone else. But that I would never recommend to just kind of stay away from gatherings, stay away from uh, family celebrations. Uh, that I, I just don't think that's necessary. So um, I want to be clear <laughs> along the same lines that I don't belong to the, quote, no sugar or no treats ever camp. Treats have a place. Rich foods have a place. 
The problem is we often have the mindset that either it's a free for all. So what the heck, let's just go to town and hold nothing back. Or we decide to go on a diet during the holidays, which I stated previously, I don't recommend. And or say that all the foods around us are off limits, which almost always backfires. And we end up binging at some point because we've been so restrictive. I know it's completely possible to enjoy this time, to enjoy the foods, to have some treats and not gain weight or feel terrible about yourself because you've stuffed yourself silly on Muddy Buddies. That's my personal favorite holiday treat or Aunt Mabel's homemade rolls. So let's start with the premise that food is a wonderful part of the holidays and that you are most definitely going to partake of some of the goodies. Now, if that's something that that doesn't sit well with you, again, you probably need to go listen to someone else. My philosophy is sustainability. So to deny the fact that there are celebrations that involve large amounts of delicious food is to deny reality for most people. And so, and also they have a place, treats have a place and learning how to live with food is number one in my book. So next, let's agree that like a good and loving parent, you are going to set some boundaries around food for yourself. I would imagine that you have boundaries for your children around food. And if you don't, I encourage you to have some boundaries around food for your children. For example, in our household, our kids know they are not allowed to eat anywhere but the table. If they are eating food, they're eating it at the table. That goes for our two-year-old, who it is a battle because he wants to walk around with food and eat it, but that's, we're training him. We eat at the table. So that's one of our boundaries that we teach our children. When it comes to your own personal boundaries, you get to create your own boundaries. You are an adult. You are logical. Maybe you don't always act logically, but you are capable of having logical thoughts. I know that you are. So you're going to use some logic. You're going to think about it and you're going to create some boundaries for yourself during this time. Here are some suggestions. Take them or leave them, but here are some suggestions. First, there will be no, quote, off-limit foods. However, you are only going to eat those foods that you really, really love. So please say no to the office fruitcake. I mean, who likes fruitcake really, really? If you do, please email me or DM me. I want to know. I want to know that that unicorn exists. Uh... Say no to any other so-called treat that just isn't delicious to you. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I personally do not like cake unless it's a homemade cake and it comes with some ice cream. I really don't think it's very good. So I'm not going to eat it. Um, You, again, are a grown adult and have the ability to make your own food choices. If you want a frosted Christmas cookie and that is a treat that truly feels like a treat, like like it's a celebration, it's decadent, it tastes yummy in your mouth... Have that frosted Christmas cookie. Um, Okay, so two. Before going to a holiday party or Christmas party, Thanksgiving party, New Year's party, make sure you had a proper meal beforehand. Now, I'm not talking immediately before the party, but say it's at 6 p.m. The party is at 6 p.m. 
make sure that you had a proper lunch beforehand. And if you didn't, eat something before you go to the party so that you're not showing up to the party ravenous. One of the worst mistakes I see people make is skipping a meal or two before a big party just so that they can, quote, save their calories. What usually ends up happening is they show up to the party super hungry and perfectly poised for either overeating or binging on foods that they wouldn't otherwise eat. It's just Janae here, and I want to take a moment and thank you for listening to my brand new podcast. It means the world to me. You know, starting a podcast is kind of a scary venture. As a listener, you have literally thousands and thousands of podcasts to listen to, and here you are. Thank you. My goal with this podcast is to reach the ears and hearts of as many mamas out there as possible. Only way to do this is with your help. Anytime you share an episode on the socials, refer it to a friend, or even by subscribing and listening every week, you are supporting this podcast. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart, truly. If you want to go a step further in supporting the show to kick this podcast off with a bang, I actually have an amazing free bonus just for you, which is I'm giving away my Fueled and Fit Insider's Guide, not yet launched, worth $20, totally for free for everyone who leaves a five-star review of the Fueled and Fit podcast on iTunes right now. In this 30-page guide, I share with you my very best tips as a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, and veteran mom of eight. You'll find all the fundamental points of knowledge needed to set yourself up for success with a healthy lifestyle. This guide is chock full of all the things I'd wish I'd known sooner in my fitness and wellness journey and all the things I want my clients to know. So consider this your insider's guide to success. All the tips and tricks I would tell you if you are one of my one-on-one coaching or personal training clients. It's like you're studying for a test on how to become a rock star fueled and fit mama and I slip you the answer sheet, but you don't have to feel guilty about it because you're not actually cheating. And today it's yours totally for free. All you have to do is step one, open up iTunes, click on this podcast, Fueled and Fit, click write review, then click those five little stars and share what you love most about the show. Step two, head to JanaeWise.com slash bonus and pop in your contact details and iTunes account name so I can know the review is from you and I can send you the bonus to your inbox stat. It's that simple. Step one, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Step two, head to JanaeWise.com slash bonus and send me your details. And that's it. And as an extra little thank you, I'll be choosing my favorite review of the week and sending that reviewer an exclusive fueled and fit mug so you can sip along in style while you listen to your favorite show. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause, go leave that review and head over to JanaeWise.com slash bonus. Hop in your details and claim this amazing 30 page instant downloadable guide for yourself. So talking about eating before a party, the meal before a party or a get together should be a good balance of protein and complex carbohydrates. So starch. Think high fiber, high protein foods, something like a bowl of chili topped with shredded lettuce or cabbage, 
or a big colorful salad with some beans or chicken for protein. If you're really in a crunch and you just don't have time to make anything, that's where I would recommend something like an apple and a protein bar. Like if, like, say you skipped lunch and it's 5 p.m., your party's at 6, you just don't have time. That's where a, a protein bar and an apple would set you up for success. Or if you have a little bit more time, you can make a protein shake, something even just as simple as a scoop of protein powder and some soy milk, or just a scoop of protein powder. Not super ideal in the sense that, you know, it's it's always going to be better if you can chew your food, but sometimes you just don't have time. So the purpose of these foods prior to a party is just to remind your body that you're well fed, you're not starving, so that when you go to the party, you'll be able to make better food choices because you're not ravenous. And you'll be able to enjoy the foods that you eat because you're not ravenous. I don't know about you, but whenever I'm super hungry and I kind of get a little bit panicky, I just start putting things in my mouth and it's like my ability to reason goes out the window. So we want to avoid that. And the way that we avoid that is by eating properly throughout the day and not skipping meals and having a good balance of those essential macronutrients, namely the protein and the complex carbohydrates. The next boundary tip that I have for you is to plate your food and sit down if possible to eat it. Now I know a lot of times parties tend to involve standing while eating so I get that but if that's the case if you're not able to sit down that's fine but just do your best to have a start and a finish time to when you're eating so that you serve yourself anything that goes into your mouth onto a plate first, and then you make a bit of a ceremony of it where you say, okay, now I'm going to eat the food. You don't have to say that out loud, literally, but then you eat the food and then you're done eating. Practice mindfulness as you take each bite and enjoy it. And again, I know this is tricky. You're talking to people. um, You're probably going to get interrupted by children or any number of things, but do your best to be mindful as you take each bite and enjoy it. Just grabbing handfuls of chips or nibbling on treats over the course of an evening. One is not super enjoyable because there's a little bit of a disconnect as you're eating. Um, Research has shown that we derive a lot more pleasure from our food when we are focused on what we are eating. And also when we actually have more than one or two bites of a food. So it's kind of unsatisfying to just have a bite here and a bite there. So anytime you're kind of tempted to nibble on foods, remind yourself of that fact that it's actually more enjoyable and better if I put this food on a plate and sit down to eat it. You're going to get more pleasure bang for your buck if you do that. Not only that, it'll help save you some unwanted calories. Calories are a fact of life. Calories are not a bad word. Calories, that's just the word. Kilocalories is actually the the scientific term. But for the sake of our discussion here, we're all familiar with the term calories. And it just refers to the unit of energy that we get from food. And 
that energy is converted into, um, you know, either if we, if we don't burn it, then we store it as fat for later use, or it's converted into movement. It's used to digest our food. Those, those, that energy that we consume is just transferred to other things. So it's transferred to the movements that we do. It's transferred to keeping our lungs and heart and major or brains going. So food is super important. Calories are super important. And just to have a basic knowledge of how many calories we need every day is kind of fundamental in my book. So that was a little bit of a tangent and we will, I'm sure, spend a whole podcast episode talking about calories and their importance of understanding what calories are. But for the sake of what we're talking about here as it, as, as it applies to boundaries is to plate your food and sit down if possible to eat it in order to enjoy the calories that you're eating and hopefully not overconsume on those calories. The next thing is um, set a limit on your treats. And I'm not going to tell you you can only have two treats per day or per party because you, you need to decide what your own personal boundaries will be. But I do recommend having a game plan for what you will be eating at a party. So maybe before an event, think about what sounds good to you in that moment. Like, oh, I I know that there's going to be some fudge at this party. I know that there are going to be, um, you know, Rice Krispie treats. And I just love Rice Krispie treats. So, you know, I, it just depends on where you're going and what you're doing. But before the event, maybe you, don't, you have no idea what the food will be there. And in that case, you, you can't really do that. You can't do this visualization exercise, but think about what sounds good to you in that moment on that day. And in light of everything else that you've eaten that day, tell yourself, okay, self, you can have any treat that you want at the party, but we're going to stick to two sweet treats. Same as you would with a two-year-old, you aren't going to let yourself eat an unlimited amount of treats. And I know that, you know, people don't tell themselves usually consciously you can eat whatever you want as much as you want we, it's it's usually a subconscious thing where we go into a party and it's because we lack of that that self-awareness we're not setting pers- conscious personal boundaries that we end up eating 12 cookies at a party or if you consume alcohol consuming far more alcohol than than you would want to so boundaries super important Once you've established some boundaries, it's important to think about your game plan for exercise, for movement. So there's the formal exercise that I want you to be doing, but there's also just the unstructured day-to-day activities that you're doing during the winter months. It tends to be a little cold uh, for, for most of us in the Northern Hemisphere, so it's harder to get that movement in, which is why formal exercise is super important. Um, I'm, I'm going to say right off the bat that I'm not a proponent of exercising treats off. In other words, I don't think that you need to earn your treats or even burn off your treats. Having that mindset will set yourself up for a binge restrict cycle with exercise and eating. And that's not a place that I want you to go. So I recommend that you just keep exercising as usual as you have been for the past 11 months. Or, you know, if you're new to exercise, two months, whatever it is, whatever you've been doing prior to the holidays, keep doing that. And with exercise, 
it, it just, again, it should just be business as usual. You're not adding in a ran- random 10 mile run so you can burn off the cookies that you ate or increasing your HIIT workouts. Just keep training as you've been training. And the reason why I really just recommend not adding in more exercise is typically what happens, formal exercise at least, for um, typically what happens, especially when you add in a, a lot more running, more HIIT workouts, is you just get hungrier. Uh, it just revs up your appetite. And so it starts this vicious cycle all over again of, um, you ate a bunch, then you go run 10 miles, then you're super hungry again. So then you eat a bunch and it's easy to overeat when you're that hungry. So then you got to go do it again. And it just starts the, the hamster wheel going. If you have overdone it, as we all do, just recommit to eating a normal balanced meal the next time that you eat. I don't recommend intermittent fasting as a way to balance out overindulging on calories because more often than not, it will, again, start you on the binge restrict cycle that is just hard to get out of. Hey there, just Janae here, and I wanted to take a moment and let you know about my new Fueled and Fit Accelerate program. I currently offer one-on-one coaching services, but on December 8th, I will open the doors to enrollment to a new eight-week group coaching package that will begin after the first of the year, so for 2023. My Accelerate program is perfect if you're looking for greater accountability, support, community, and guidance in your fitness and wellness journey. This is an eight week training program for fat loss, increasing muscular endurance, strength, and overall fitness. Space is limited and will include a gym only training as well as at home only training options. This program includes both nutritional coaching and a well-rounded training program, weekly live group Q and A's, and a private Facebook group to get you in the best shape of your life. The program will begin on January 9th, 2023, and with registration opening December 8th. But as a bonus to my podcast listeners, that's you, I will be offering a pre-launch discount of $150 off the $279 base price. This is an incredible discount and will only be available for five days beginning December 1st before registration opens to the public. If you want to take advantage of these amazing savings as well as get additional information on the program, check out my link in the show notes and I will send you the details and a discount code. Again, my Fueled and Fit eight-week Accelerate group coaching program will be kicking off January 9th 2023 with registration opening December 8th. But podcast listeners will have the option to register before the launch starting December 1st and cash in on an extra $150 in savings if you check out the link in the show notes. All right, back to the show. To wrap up this episode, um, I do also want to talk a little bit about like eating for energy There are foods that you, I know during the holidays, super busy, you have a lot to do. My number one tip for eating for energy is to not skip meals. I'm not a fan of intermittent fasting for women. Um, If you are not a breakfast eater, that's fine. Eat breakfast a little bit later in the morning. 
but I still want you eating three meals and one to two, maybe if you're nursing, even three snacks a day. So how do you eat for energy? You, you eat regularly. That's my biggest tip is during the holidays, it's just easy to skip meals. You get busy. So be prepared, take some time. And if you don't have the time, then get buy some, now would be the time to invest in some convenience, healthy foods. Um, those maybe packaged foods that will get you through, uh, the holiday season so that you're not skipping meals. So that's eating for energy, making sure that you have proper sleep is also important, but difficult. I know I am a mom. I know how demanding the holiday season is. So I encourage you to take naps during the day when possible and asking for support from your spouse and or kids in in helping you um, either sleep in on certain days, going to bed earlier, getting naps in, just doing your best to stay well rested. Because here's the thing, when you're super tired, you're also going to probably want to eat. That's just kind of human nature. That's biology. When we're low on energy because we're sleep deprived, our body kind of says, eh, you might be low on energy because you need to eat. And that might not be true. So making sure that you have proper amount of sleep will help in making sure you're not going over on your, on your calories. So I want to leave you with a few ways that you can make sure you're getting enough movement throughout the busy holiday season. First is schedule your workouts. If you already do this, great. Keep doing it. If not, it's scheduling your workouts is a great way to make sure you are giving yourself enough time to get your formal exercise in. So at the beginning of the week, look at your week, see your obligations, see what each day will require of you, and pick three days that you're going to do some formal exercise. And if you are, you know, already exercising five days a week, then pencil those five days in for your exercise. Second, after a big meal or holiday party, find a way to move. The easiest is typically to take a walk. Uh, Again, cold, cold outside, maybe snowy, maybe rainy, not super inviting, but I'm a big believer in utilizing coats, uh, scarves, mittens, umbrellas, and weathering the elements. Uh, take your spouse or kids or relative or friend with you if possible. If you know, barring a hailstorm or a snowstorm, you can dress to protect yourself from whatever is going on outside and, and still go for that walk. If you have an indoor bike, a treadmill, or other cardio machine at home, get on it for 10 to 15 minutes. You don't even have to change your clothes. This idea that you have to change out of your clothes and get into exercise clothes, that's a barrier to entry for a lot of people for exercise. And I want to just remove that and make the barrier to entry for exercise so low that it's almost effortless to start doing it, which is why I love walking because you literally just open the door and step outside and just move your, move your legs. And the barrier to entry is very low. And that's why I recommend it for everyone. Um, The third is to plan a few active outings during the holidays that includes your family or friends. Go on a hike, 
schedule a bike ride, ice skating, anything that gets you moving and with your people because the holidays are a time of family and friends and I want you to celebrate and be with them. So maybe you'll cut back on your personal gym time so that you can spend more time with the people that you love and I fully endorse that and recommend that. But find ways to play games with them, maybe do frisbee, maybe do um, flag football, but maybe shoot some hoops with your family. Whatever it it is, whatever you can do to get you moving with your family. But try to be try to find ways to add more movement in. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you're a fan of the show, please subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast so you make sure to never miss a show. I wish you the best during this holiday season. I hope that you will find the balance you seek, that you will make fitness and healthy eating a priority so that you can feel good and have an amazing holiday season. Until our next podcast episode, remember, you are worth it, mama.